0: Eight nine seven seven seven, or visit ccpg.org please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance cdkng.com football for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources if you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting you've come to the right place it's the even money podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve bezik Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas, it is the Even Money Podcast, and it is presented by BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Use the promo code PODCAST1, get a 50% sign-up bonus today. He is Steve Fezzik, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling at the Westgate Casino, the Super Contest. And we are going to not only talk about all the NFL stuff going on over the last couple of days and the impact it has on futures and season win totals and more, but I also just want to get Steve's thoughts on the, the sports betting gambling landscape right now, any other stories he has about money being refunded, games canceled, And I should mention this, by the way, I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years, five podcasts, Ross Tucker football podcast, fantasy feast, business of sports, college draft, and of course, this even money podcast. We're going to get to a lot of your email questions for Steve or me in the coming weeks. Your questions about betting in general, specific strategies, et cetera. All you have to do is take advantage of any of our sponsors. Like we got a new sponsor this week on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Mac Weldon.com, M-A-C-K, W E L D O N dot com. Enter the promo code Tucker. You get twenty percent off your first order. So I'm telling you right now, if you make any purchase at com using the promo code Tucker, I'll I'll answer your question. Steve and I'll answer your question next week. Next week, if you do Mac Weldon this week, or even if you just rate and review the show, you know, on your whatever podcast app you use, especially Apple Podcasts, if you rate and review the show, take a screenshot on your phone after you do it, email me, Ross at Ross dot com, and boom, it's all good. I will, we, we will read and respond to your question because we're going to have time for that with not as many sports. You're going to be primarily talking about the NFL and what's going on in the NFL and futures and win totals and stuff story time with Steve as well as your email questions so please we want them frankly we need them Ross at Ross Tucker let's dive into it Steve all right Steve so before we get into some of the NFL moves so far as of us recording this Wednesday eleven thirty a.m. Eastern time for me eight thirty a.m. Pacific time for you out in Vegas, I wanted to get your thoughts, especially on the quarterback movement, what it means for future season and win totals, etc. But, obviously what we're going through right now is unprecedented, Steve. And you've been doing this for over 20 years. I'm just curious, are there any other things you can compare it to in terms of money being refunded, games canceled. I know nothing to this scale, obviously, but any stories you can think of from your time over the years where maybe you placed a bet and then something happened, you got the money back, or just unique circumstances that you've had to deal with over the years?
1: All I can think of is 9-11, Ross, and obviously that was terrible, but a week later we were all the sports were back and that pales in comparison to what's going on in the sports world here. The strip is shut down. All the casinos, when I say all of them, I know 14 of them shut down yesterday. And I imagine that um, shortly thereafter here, the other casinos on the strip are going to be closing.
0: So, I guess I'm curious for guys that are like professional handicappers, professional gamblers, like what what does that do to them?
1: Limits your options greatly. Uh, World Series of Poker online can play online poker if you're a professional gambler. That's still viable. Might even be better than normal, the games, because let's face it, everyone who wants to gamble that is not a professional gambler, their options are so limited as well that you're going to see some of them in those poker rooms. But that's pretty much the um, the only recourse I see right now.
0: Wow. So I, I guess especially the guys that are really good at college hoops or the NBA, this really hurts them.
1: Oh, absolutely. And you have, you know, a great book to read is The Odds by Chad Millman that documents a year Of Alan Boston's college basketball betting, Alan Boston was a, um, still is a, um, uh, college basketball expert, and he talks about the importance of the tournament and how he really counts on that time of the year for him to make a whole lot of money. Um, the truth is, most of the people I know make mo- more money before the tournament, but still, there's so much public money in the tournament, that's a huge money maker for the pros, and to have that taken out. And also, just you know, as a sports handicapper, the interest is so high there that that's our busiest time of year, providing client selections and the like. So a double whammy can't make money on the tournament and can't uh, sell your selections that time of year as well.
0: What would you... Uh, Recommend to our listeners that you know they really like betting on sports. You mentioned the World Series of Poker. Is there anything else they can do? I know you know, and we'll get to this, but um, betonline.ag they have a lot of online poker, a lot of online things where you can still bet, which is pretty nice, really. um, That they have all those options. There are still, I guess, internationally. Some sports going on, some places, uh, but Bet Online has online casino, poker, blackjack, all open 24 hours a day and all online. E sports, uh, there was mixed martial arts. I don't even know if they have mixed martial arts anymore. You can still bet on American Idol, the election stuff like that. Just use the promo code podcast one when you do it betonline.ag because that way you'll get the fifty percent sign up bonus if you hasn't haven't as of yet.
1: Yeah, I think online poker is your ticket. If you've got some time, you're sitting at home. You ever thought about you know playing more poker and getting good at it? Well, now's the time because. I can't I, I don't want to play live poker for the few poker rooms that are still open, obviously, for the risks involved. But uh, playing at home online makes a lot of sense. You mentioned the election, Ross. That's going to be enormous in terms of the betting. Now, can't bet on the election here in Nevada, but online right now, it's a pick em. Trump was a big favorite just a month ago. Uh, but now, Republicans, Democrats, I look at my $1. ten last time I looked yesterday in each direction. Be very interesting to see what happens to those odds moving forward. And obviously, um, public perception is going to be swayed tremendously by exactly what happens in the next three months with the coronavirus.
0: Why can't you bet on that in, um, in Nevada?
1: Great question. You didn't used to be able to bet on the NFL draft in Nevada, and now you can. There are certain things that they allow and certain things they don't allow. I imagine that within the, by the next election cycle that that will be legal to bet on the election, but it is not right now.
0: Got it. Any quick tips for online casino, poker, blackjack for people that might want to go to betonline.ag and try their hand at that?
1: Yeah, be aware that there are people that make a living playing poker, and these people play multiple tables, multi tabling So they you might you might see their names popping up eight or ten tables at once. So online poker is much more difficult to win than live poker. Um, I would do some avid reading of some of the poker books. Ed Miller is probably the best author. There's nothing bad or I should say everything that, that I read from Ed Miller is good. And I think he's got a book on how to win at low stakes uh, gambling. So I would start much lower in terms of the um, the buy-ins that you're used to alive until um, you know when you're playing online because the games are tougher. And number one, no limit tip I would give most people is that if the pot's not very big when the flop comes down, If it turns into a big pot, one pair is not going to win the pot. So if you have a pair of aces and make a standard raise, get a couple callers, and you're betting after the flop, the turn, and the river, you're going to lose. Someone's got more than one pair. So don't get stacked with just one pair when you're playing no-limit poker.
0: Got it. All right. And uh, so that's the poker. Anything for blackjack?
1: Sure, learn how to count cards, but um, my understanding is that when you're playing online, that um, it's an auto-shuffle situation, so it's not beatable. So if you're playing blackjack, you're just having a good time. Get the basic strategy card, make sure you're playing that card correctly, and the house edge is about half a percent. So a very tiny edge, so blackjack, a very good option for recreational gambling.
0: Um. Let's get into some of this other stuff, Steve, in terms of the NFL. And, again, these season win total futures are presented by betonline.ag. You know, again, we haven't even gotten officially to free agency, but there has been quarterback movement. Brady is no longer going to be a Patriot. He's expected to be a Buck. Phillip Rivers is a Colt. The Houston Texans are kind of in disarray right now. Teddy Bridgewater is a Panther. As of right now, the Chargers still need a quarterback. The Chicago Bears are still looking for an additional quarterback. New England, obviously, needs a quarterback. So uh, it's a very interesting time right now, Steve. Uh, let's start with people that are interested in betting either futures or win totals, and just summarize again why you prefer win totals to futures.
1: Yeah, so when you're betting into the win totals, you can bet over or under for each team. So the house edge in that bet is no different than if you were betting a point spread. So um, if at minus $1. ten in each direction, the house edge is 4.5%. When you're looking at betting into the futures, who's gonna win the Super Bowl, it turns out that the bookie takes a much bigger rake of that game. How big of a rake? Well, some sports books as high as 50% instead of 4.5%. So the bottom line is the it just, again, it's just a game that's almost impossible to win. There's so much extra vig in that pool. So I would emphasize to everyone to look to play the season wins over or under. And it's very rare that you can get a good bet on the um uh, the futures pools, unless you're able to get in front of something before the news breaks. So, by example, if you were able to get the Tampa Bay odds before Brady went to Tampa Bay, maybe you could have found a good futures bet on Tampa Bay. But I'm sure Tampa Bay to win the Super Bowl, their odds today are much worse than what they were uh, about a week ago.
0: Okay, so let's get to some of these and your thoughts on what's going on. Now, it's a little tough to talk Patriots because we don't know who their quarterback will be. And maybe we'll start there, Steve. If you were Belichick, maybe it's a two-part question. One is, who do you think he should try to get as his quarterback? Two is, who do you think he will get as his quarterback?
1: Yeah, I don't know Cam Newton's health. So the, the fact that Carolina does not want him, and who should know the most about Cam Newton, Carolina? So, because of that, I think it'd have to dismiss, you know, going after Newton. Frankly, you know, there aren't a lot of um, uh, good quarterbacks left. I have to ask you, Russ, what's going on with Fitz Magic? He's still available, right?
0: Yeah, he, the, the Dolphins say they want him back. Yeah, I mean, he, the Dolphins have him. You know, I, I, my sense is, well, first of all, they have him. Secondly. I think they're going to keep him in case they're not able to get, you know, to a or the quarterback that they want in the draft. So I don't think that they would trade him until maybe after the draft.
1: Very good. So when I'm looking at my personal quarterback listings, as far as who is available, 22nd, number 22 quarterback on the list would be Andy Dalton. That's the best on my list that, the New England would be able to go ahead and get so not a lot of good choices Andy Dalton would have to be number one obviously you're not going to be a contender with Stidham right now so Dalton would be the guy I would look to get
0: you know I I kind of agree with you I I think Dalton is the guy I would look to get I think Dalton is the guy that they're going to end up getting Uh, I just wonder right now what the Bengals are looking for in a trade. You know, there's Foles available via trade, Cam Newton available via trade, and Andy Dalton. And I I would think that's who the Patriots would like the most. Now, you know, I'm looking at – the thing I'm looking at has the Patriots' win total at 10.5, but that was from Monday. I don't have it updated. Do you have an updated win total?
1: Yeah, I've got all the updated numbers – I don't have it from Bet Online. I just got it from Circa. I imagine they're not far different. New England, Ross, get ready for this. Eight and a half.
0: So I am going to guess, knowing you, that you love the over for that.
1: I do not. And here's why I'm going to wait for news of New England picking up a quarterback because if they go with Stidham. It's possible New England, I, it's hard to believe that they would do this, but it might be one a one-year rebuild for New England. Um, as long as they got Dalton, you're absolutely right. I would look to go over, and New England's won 12 games for how many years in a row? To ask them to only have to win nine certainly looks uh, doable. And in fact, you're right. You're, they're going to get Dalton or something equivalent. I like the over eight and a half.
0: Yeah, I mean they're they're gonna get a uh they are absolutely gonna get a a veteran quarterback i mean i'd be surprised if they didn't i think it's dalton but maybe one of these other guys and uh, i mean i i I think they'll get to nine wins maybe 10 um so I, i would lean to the over eight and a half as well what do you have for the tampa bay buccaneers steve
1: the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who were, I believe, seven and a half. You could check me on that. Yes, Ross, if you got they our, were our on Monday, earlier. seven and a half. Pardon me?
0: On Monday, they were seven and a half. Correct.
1: All right. They are nine and a half, which I think is a massive overreaction. I would bet under nine and a half. I don't have Tom Brady. Uh, I've, I've got him better than Jameis Winston. But the difference is really, really small. I've got Brady, my number 19 quarterback, Winston, number 21.
0: That's interesting. I'll tell you what else is interesting, Steve. Brady, so first of all, he's not going to throw as many picks as Jameis Winston. So that right in and of itself could potentially lead to some more success for the Bucks. However... You know, this is a guy that craves every rep in practice. This is a guy that is very much a creature of preparation. And I don't think these teams are coming together, Steve, until training camp at the earliest. So I know they got a lot much better weapons, but... No 12 OTAs, nothing over the summer. You know, they're going to have to mesh this new system. I'm sure they can do that online, but you can't get the timing with the receivers. I just, knowing him a little bit, and he's very, very particular about receivers and what they do, I, I don't like that he doesn't have a couple months in the spring to work with them. I think that hurts him.
1: It's a great point, and let's face it, we're going to worry about Tampa Bay early in the year because of Brady's lack of familiarity with receivers. That frankly, Godwin's and Evans are the type of guys, they don't seem to be a, a great fit for Tom Brady with his meticulous, quick passing scheme. Every time I watch Tampa Bay, I'm watching uh, the ball get thrown up on a one on one, 30 yards down the field. That's not what I see Tom Brady throwing typically. And so I don't even know if the fit's perfect there. And then at the end of the year, by the time Brady gets to know his receivers, you got to worry about his durability being 43 and how he's going to wear down over the second half of the year.
0: I think that's fair as well. I, you know, I always wonder with things like this, Steve, I do believe that there is a psychological value both to the Bucks. And of the Patriots. I just think those Bucs players are so fired up. And I've been on a team with Tom Brady. And it's hard to explain, Steve, unless you've been on a bunch of other teams with a bunch of other quarterbacks. But when you're in New England, and maybe part of it was because I was in New England, but a lot of it's Brady. You expect to win. Like, no matter what the situation is, you know you're going to win because you're going to win because you got Tom Brady, so you're going to win. And I just think that that, there's a lot of value to that. And especially if New England gets off to a slow start, I I guess I just wonder. You know, when you look over and Brady's not there anymore and Brady's not your quarterback, I I wonder if New England is able to sustain the same – same level of of success. I mean, I, I don't think they will, but I, I think it's a, a really, really, in my mind, interesting point.
1: Oh, no doubt about it. And, and the big picture, if you're New England, though, you're looking at your season win number at eight and a half, and Tampa Bay is at nine and a half, and you can't help but wonder at the end of the year when New England wins more games than Tampa Bay, if you don't have Belichick and his staff and the whole organization just shaking their heads like, Have these people watched football the past 20 years? We're the Patriots. They're the Bucks. Are you kidding me?
0: Um, Yeah, that'll be interesting. Speaking of sort of the psychological element, what are you showing for the Houston Texans right now?
1: This is interesting, Ross. So I show Houston at eight and a half wins. Yesterday, money was pouring in on the under on Houston. The big was towards the under. Today, it's come right back up like the stock market these days. Well, that's a bad example because it just keeps going down. Um, So the bad news on Hopkins got absorbed and basically ignored today. i got to tell you, nobody knows their team better than Houston. Obviously, Hopkins is a really good wide receiver. That trade, you have to feel there's more going on and that Houston, for whatever the reason, feels that Hopkins is a player they don't want on their team.
0: Yeah, and, and the news that's just come out like within the last hour or whatever is number one that he wanted uh eighteen to twenty million dollars a year to be the highest paid receiver in the NFL and told them he would not report unless he got that. But also Michael Irvin went on TV this morning, Steve, and said that there was a meeting between Bill O'Brien, and DeAndre Hopkins. Bill O'Brien said the only time I've ever done this with a player was Aaron Hernandez and said something to the effect of, and who knows if it's true or not, this is just what Michael Irvis said on television, that something to the effect of, you know, I, he didn't like that Hopkins, uh, who has uh, children with multiple women, was uh, had his baby mamas around all the time. And so I just, I mean, you look at the reaction, Steve, of the Texans players when they traded Hopkins, and now you put this on top of it. And somebody hit me up on Twitter at Ross Tucker NFL and said, Well, oh, so you're buying this? You know, you think it's true? And my point would be, Steve, it doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't even matter what's true. The fact that that's out there now, those guys already didn't like the trade. Now they are really, really going to be upset with Bill O'Brien for uh, those comments whether they're right or wrong they're going to believe Hopkins before they believe the coach that's just the way it is so um it's pretty crazy actually pretty 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 crazy situation so I understand what you're saying but man I I feel like that team might implode
1: yeah it's not going to help that David Johnson can't run a lick and with every failure that he has that's not going to help the uh, sentiment of the trade.
0: No, I even said that they should fail David Johnson on his physical and void the trade. They got to be able to get more than that. $10.2 million for David Johnson, who could not run last year. It was sad. It's pretty crazy. So do you have any thoughts there on, on the text? And we already kind of said them. What about... What about the Colts with Philip Rivers? What was the number? What is the number? And if I remember correctly, you're not you're not a big believer in Rivers.
1: I am not. So I have Rivers my number 27 quarterback, Jacoby percent number 26. So I don't understand Indy and what they're expecting to get out of Rivers. And again, I go back to the team. Who knows their quarterback the best? Well, the Chargers know rivers the best and they had no interest in keeping their franchise quarterback going forward and after september rivers really struggled with his numbers but the marketplace at least initially likes the move indianapolis is up from eight and a half they moved up to nine of course indiana that really nice trade picking up a, a really good defensive lineman as well i think this is a situation where there was a lot to like about indianapolis You could argue they really should have won more than seven games last year, but I do not like them tying up $25 million on a quarterback that's equal, in my mind, to the quarterback they currently have.
0: Wow, okay. So what's the number, and are you taking the under now?
1: Yeah, the number is nine, and yes, I would bet under nine on him. Wow,
0: so it was seven and a half on Monday. So they, they went up a game and a half there. That's a big move. So big move so far. For New England, Tampa, and Rivers, we're talking about one-and-a-half, two-game moves for these teams, Steve. In your mind, forget forget the specific guys, but is there that much value in, in, in quarterbacks like this? Evidently, you think not, based on the type of quarterbacks they are at this stage.
1: Exactly right. There is value in... Quarterback upgrades, enormous value. Just not in these quarterbacks. These are washed-up quarterbacks. Sorry, Tom Brady. Um, when I say washed-up, he's Brady's a slightly below-average quarterback. I know he's the greatest of all time. Go back and watch uh, Brett Favre in his final year. Go go back and watch Kenny Stabler. Um, I forgot where Kenny got traded. Um, Oilers. At the, the Oilers. Oilers. Yeah, not pretty. He looked, Of course, he did look 90 when he was 40, and he wasn't having kale shakes and avocado ice cream. But um, maybe the laws of physics and, and aging don't apply to Tom Brady. But um, and, and you nailed it. I don't think he's going to get to work out with his team until end of July, early August, so we'll see. We'll see, but maybe he can prove me wrong. He, he was not good last year. Now another year, and now a brand – not a – when I say brand new system, whole new players and everything else, I think it's going to be a struggle for all of these quarterbacks. And Rivers at 38, and he looks it when he's playing. He looks to be an old 38.
0: What about Teddy Bridgewater as the quarterback in Carolina? What did that do to the number?
1: All right, let me take a look. Bear with so me. So on Monday, Carolina? by They're- the
0: way, Carolina's number was six and a half.
1: All right, now this is interesting because Carolina's season win number had crashed at the book that I was looking at. At it was down to five. Currently, it's five and a half vig to the under. Either way, that number is so low that the market has been so down on Carolina with all of the news, bad news during the off season, with no keekly no Olson, etc. So really, no tick upward for Teddy Bridgewater. Um, still at five and a half with vig to the under people feel this is re- a rebuild completely for Carolina this year.
0: Sounds like, Steve, the number went down by a game. That surprises me, because the number was six and a half on Monday. So I, I guess that was with the expectation Cam Newton was going to play now that it's Bridgewater. Do you feel like going from Cam to Bridgewater is a-, a one-game downgrade?
1: It, it isn't, and I-, I wonder about the numbers that bet online. I don't know what their limits are. I think that their limits are somewhat low, so um, I'm going, um, when I'm, when I'm given numbers here, this is a book that takes $2,000, um, here in Vegas, but, um, yeah, I've got Bridgewater being my number twenty quarterback, and I have Winston twenty one. But you know that's a big question mark because that's assuming that he his health is better, but not completely a hundred percent. It's really hard to put a, to put Winston on my quarterback rankings because let's face it, at with the health he had to start the year last year, he'd be the worst quarterback in the league. He couldn't move at all.
0: Um, let's get to an email question, Steve, because. Uh, we're going to get to a bunch of email questions this offseason, especially with not as many uh, sports to bet on. So we'll get some guests, which will be great. And we'll have a bunch of email questions from listeners. Ross at Ross dot com. Ask any question you got. What a great resource we have in Steve. This comes to us, Steve, from Gary Liguori. He said, love the even money podcast with Steve question for him. Do professional gamblers ever bet amongst themselves to avoid paying the VIG? Thanks, Gary.
1: Yeah, great question. And the answer is yes, we do. You know, more often than not, the way it works is that it's not unusual if you're a pro gambler. I mean, you've got a life, you've got other situations going on um, let's say you're on the golf course. Let's say you're taking your kids to school and you're like, boy, I want to bet. I want to bet Tampa Bay under. All right. And so I've, I've got a network of people and I'll just shoot out a quick text. And I'm like, get me, get me some bucks under nine and a half. And same thing. They'll send me that very same type of inquiry. And if somebody asks for something and I completely disagree with it, well, I'll shop for the best number. And then I'll just go ahead and say, you know, you're filled. You got this and I'll just bet directly against him. And he knows that I've got that option to do that. So that's the way it winds up working, that if you've got two guys that like opposite things. I'll use an example. I had a friend that was um, in L.A. that went up to Vegas, and he was betting the, the tournament for, for buddies. And one buddy said, get me $100 on North Carolina. Another buddy said, get me $100. I can't even remember what the team was. I own or somebody. And he placed both bets. And they are opposite. The teams were playing each other. And I was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. You know, why didn't you just tell both of them <laughs> that they had action? So that's um, basically if, if we disagree on something, yes, we just have a bet one-on-one against each other.
0: I love it, Steve. Terrific work. We're going to get to more and more email questions in the coming weeks. So remember... Right now, rate and review the show, screenshot it, forward it to me, Ross at RossTucker.com with your question for Steve so you can get your strategy uh, or whatever your betting questions are answered by maybe the best expert there is in the world in Steve Fezzik. Or if you got something for me, that's cool too. Or just go to macweldon.com. Mac dot com and use code Tucker and you can get your email question answered that way as well. Other than that, the Ross Tucker football podcast today was outstanding. It was long going over the free agent moves. Andrew Brandt had a lot of thoughts as well, but you should absolutely check that out. Uh, Ross Tucker football podcast we'll have the fantasy feast up for you guys tomorrow going over free agency so far from a fantasy perspective other than that good luck everybody on whatever you can bet on right now I hope you guys win some money.